listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Why are niggas always crossing over something? What's the matter? They can suck the music as long as they can't see our faces. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. It's your host, Rod and Karen. Uh, we're in the house for a feedback episode on a Saturday morning. Yep, yep. Live. Actually, we're on vocal right now. Yes, we are. So, if you know, I've tweeted all the links to everybody, of course. You know, and I gave Negroes 15 minutes. Yes, you did. Because I figured, hey, I understand how CP time works. <laughs> so started at ten fifteen on the dot. Yes, we did. Um, but yeah, if you're in there and you're watching the show through uh, Vocal, you can submit questions. Uh, I believe by uh, you know either by text or video. We'll try to take some because this is experimental. I don't know how it's gonna work. I don't know what either. how what our feedback is gonna work. No. Um, if uh, there's gonna be anything with the setup. 
But there's only one way to find out. Yep. Somebody so, hit us up. <laughs> somebody has to. Yeah. yeah. People got to submit questions and shit. Yeah. Um, we submit them to ourselves. Now, of course, we'll also be doing our normal feedback, which we get through, um, you know, uh, emails, um, uh, of course, uh, comments on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. comments on the blog, and actual comments on the polls yes. that accompany each and every uh, post that we do uh, when we do an episode on our page. Yes. Um, of course, you should know this by now because somehow you found this podcast but just in case you stole by somebody's iPod or maybe you uh you know maybe you've been uh still you're in somebody else's car listening to their Stitcher radio. Yes. Um maybe you're in a rental car. Maybe you're in a rental car. I don't know. But um you can check us out uh the blackouttips.com is our website and you can do all kinds of neat things there. Uh like donate to the show mm-hmm. set up for recurring donations. That's neat to me. Me too. You can also, <laughs> you know, you get a fourteen hundred dollar car bill for out of nowhere Ooh. this morning. That yeah. call, that call was like a the doctor telling you, you got AIDS. Yeah, I was looking at Roger's face. Oh, whatever he's telling him, it don't sound good. Uh, and then of course uh, you can also um, buy stuff at the store. You know, wear the blackout tips gear. Um, you can buy drinkware. You can buy uh, let Herm cook aprons and shirts. Yes, let them cook, baby. Yeah, let her cook because <laughs> somebody got to cook. Let America cook. Um, <laughs> but you know, you can also do, you can also do things like that. Um, and uh, we appreciate the people that do buy stuff and uh, take pictures with your gear and send them in to us. Uh, yes, we love those. Um, also, of course, uh, you can uh, leave comments there and whatnot. Um, you can find us on iTunes, and on iTunes, we read every. How many star reviews, Karen? Five stars. Five stars. Mm-hmm. Now, do we read the four star reviews? Because, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. people want to give you credit, but it's not enough credit. You know, they just want to, like, maybe our show is only four stars. Maybe comparing it to other shows, they go, wow, you know, this isn't as good as the shows that I gave five stars. Maybe it's appropriate to give Ryder Karen four stars and then they can read it on the show. Mm-hmm. Can they do that? No, we won't read it. No, but they can do it, but we won't read it. No, we won't read that shit yeah. on the stuff. Give me five stars or nothing else. That's right. You know how it is. Give me liberty or give me death. <laughs> give me five stars or give me death. That's what we, that's what we fuck with. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, make sure you guys are leaving us uh, those five-star reviews. We read those, and we will read one today. Uh, we only got one this week, so apparently we weren't five-star enough I, last week. I guess not. Um, but yeah, we'll do that. Um, of course, on Stitcher, you can favorite the show. Yes. Um, add it. And when you favorite our show, I believe it recommends other shows for you to check out. It does. It does. And a lot of them are, are shows that, uh, uh, fans of ours check out. So you would get a lot of other people in the chitlin circle. Because I think most of everybody's in it now. Yeah, yeah. Like Adjective J. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh... Uh, yeah, Scarcasm Live, oh, Where's My 40 Acres, acres. On there now. all these people are on there, mm-hmm. so check them out. Uh, speaking of which, last night we were on Scarcasm Live, a uh, casual conversation episode with Sherry, <laughs> yes. uh, Jay Bird, uh, yes. Scarfinger was there, yes. um, Phenom, Phenom Black was and there, Trojan and Scooter. Trojan Scooter, yeah, and we had a drunk cast. We all drank. <laughs> so if I'm not too crisp this morning, <laughs> that's why I'm it might be. Y'all. It might blame it on the a- 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 alcohol, baby. <laughs> I know. If, my, if I'm not too sharp, Ooh, I got cleared two cups. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my head hurts a little bit. But um, yeah. So you can check us out there too. Uh, that episode will probably be up next week sometime. Um, but also, of course, we have a Facebook page. And right now, I'm gonna click on it. Our Facebook page. 
has a lot of likes, you know. And and, and this at two hundred oh wait, two thousand two hundred forty five likes. Woo! So we're five away from twenty two fifty, Karen. Yes, sir. And I appreciate the people that spread the word and tell people to go like our page. Because yep. it really helps, you know. Uh if you see us post something on there like, Hey, come listen to the show live, click like on that shit. Maybe Please somebody'll go to your page and see that you liked it and go, What the fuck are they talking about? The black guy who tips, this sounds racist. And then they click uh, on it uh, and they uh, find out that it is racist. Yes it is. Because Karen is racist. I am not <laughs> But um <laughs> You can uh, do, do that and, uh, of course, find us on Podomatic. Um, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, we read those emails. Yes, we do. And we will read the some today. Yes. Um, you can always call the show and leave a voicemail, 704-557-0186. Or you can actually call the show live today and we'll get you in, talk to you live, and see what we can work with. You know, uh, yep. Appreciate the people that take the time out to do that. Yes, um, now, with no further ado, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. <laughs> you have to say it like that, Karen. Bullet Ball Extreme. Acting. <laughs> Alright, so what do you want to do first? We got iTunes, one, one iTunes review, because mm-hmm. apparently these niggas ain't shit today. <laughs> one iTunes review, really black America. That's all you can muster up for the black guy who tips. That is that's terrible. It. That's it, guys. That's but it. I don't want to disparage the person that left the iTunes review, so thank you, sir. Yes. The rest of y'all ain't did shit. You, did you do donations? Uh, we didn't get any donations this week. Niggas' cars ain't working. <laughs> I'm on vocal now. <laughs> my face is out there on the internet. <laughs> People from my job can see this shit now. <laughs> Since the face got, got revealed, the game got real. Ghostface was right. <laughs> Radio been blasting niggas. My imposter screaming ill. <laughs> but yeah, you can uh, you can definitely check us out um, by donating to the show, and uh, hopefully you guys will donate next week. Yes. Uh, if not, then I'm shutting the show down because Bill O'Reilly was right. No. You guys are. No. I'm a I'm a job producer because <laughs> I'm producing jobs for these mechanics. Yes, we are. Now. Yes, we are investing into the economy. <laughs> y'all are y'all are not rewarding me. I'm just gonna shut the show down. Um, uh, of course, uh, but uh, and then of course we have Facebook comments. Yes, we have emails. We have a couple voicemails, and um, that's about it. So, what do you want to do first, Karen? Let's emails. Let's show our love to the iTunes review. iTunes review. Yes. Let's see who. Since they take the time, we gonna do them first. Who's that creeping on my keyboard? Wow. All right. Here is a great iTunes review by Mr. TBS, Turner Uh-oh. Broadcasting uh, Station. Station. <laughs> All right. Five stars, of course. That's how you can. How can you tell that it's five stars, Karen? Because I, I see them. Because I'm reading it. Oh, okay. <laughs> If it was four stars, you know my. If it was four stars, this is how I read four star reviews. Ah, right. So <laughs> this the title of this review is Tyler Perry's misunderstood genius. You son of a bitch, Mister TBS. <laughs> Why would you even say that? My car is in the shop. This isn't a time for jokes. <laughs> Tyler Perry is an icon. 
Oh, do you need to wash your mouth out? I read everything that the five star <laughs> news says, Karen. See, it's a, it's a double-edged sword of ratchetness. You can tell because well, you could also leave something positive about the show. But I said I would read every five star review, so you could leave something fucked up, and I still would read it. Yes. yes. Anyway, <clears throat> Tyler Perry is an icon. Just kidding. Oh, cool. We got out of that fast. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Mr. TBS. You didn't drag it on. Okay, we can take that. I love Rod and Karen. There is no subject that is off limits for their unique social criticism. This is definitely a must to help you through the drudgery of a day in the office. They have also helped me to expand my audio entertainment options. I'm now hip to the Chitlin circuit and several new and interesting hip-hop artists. Thanks to Rod and Karen. Be your own radio. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. TBS. And I will say, yes, that review was helpful. Yes, it was, sir. Very helpful. Because it was five stars ah. and did as we instructed. Yes. Um, but, all right. So, we got the one review out the way. Yes. We got emails. We got the comments let's, let's on the do, Facebook. Uh, Facebook. All right. So, of course, our Facebook page is where we like to post every episode, including blog posts. Um, actually, sometimes people come through. And post other stuff that doesn't have shit to do with what we was talking about, mm-hmm. you know. But that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I, since we're both moderators of the page, it's up to our discretion to dig do away with any spam or anything that we see. Yep. So you know, if you have a podcast that you like to promote and you want to come and respectfully promote it on the page, yeah, no problem. No shit, we'll x you out. Yeah, but don't spam us and shit like that. We really don't appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so. Basically, just thank you guys that come contribute, and also keep liking the page. Keep telling your friends to like it. Yeah. Anytime you update your Facebook status and tag us or something like that, that helps spread the word. Because when you listen to a show that somebody in, that you were friends with or you like was like, "Hey, I like this show enough to type something about it." True. You know. Um. All right. So I believe episode two eighteen was our Saturday episode. It was mm-hmm. called "Quietly." I was filling them hoes. Yes. Um, and that references SWV, and we found a lot of love for SWV. <laughs> yes. From our fan base. Yes. Secret, secret, shameful yeah. love. What we didn't even know when we were kids that they were singing some hoe lyrics. It was a lot of hoeing. Yes. Going on in them yes. songs. And we didn't even know what hoeing was. Yeah. We was too, our moms were too innocent to perceive that she was talking about stealing somebody else's man and all this yeah. shit, right? Leonard says, I'm checking this one out right now. Props on using Sex Bobomb as your intro music. Scott Pilgrim is the shit. Yes, it is. It is the shit. I might have to watch that movie before the end of the weekend. I'm about to say, I know we got that song around here. We better have it. Yeah. So, thank you for people that did that. Uh, Bo actually uh, tagged us on the show because we uh, actually... Oh, actually, no, no, no. I promoted Bo because Bo wrote this great... Um, article or blog post on why there aren't more blacks in the sports blogosphere. Mm-hmm. So uh, I put that on the page, and you know, some people liked it. A couple people shared it. Um, appreciate that. Of course, we encourage people to go to podcastawards.com and nominate the show. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been over as of yesterday, so I guess there's no point in promoting it now. Um, but thank you for everybody that nominated us. Yeah, we can go see if we got nominated or not. Um, of course, I unveiled the new Let Herm Cook logo invented by the Insanity Report. I'm Billy yes. Chris. 
Um, and then that's when Bo tagged me to the Evening Jones, which I was on with him. Yes. Uh, giving him a, a call to talk about uh, Michael Vick. So if you guys want to check that out, go to the Facebook page and listen, look at me using vocal to talk to Bomani Jones. Yes. Um, of course, uh, we unveiled a new t-shirt. We'll let Herms cook, too. Um, and a couple people sent their articles. And that's it for the Facebook page. Fuck that. Enough. Ah, ah. Uh, Alright, so what else you want to do? We got the polls and the Let's episodes. The okay. Let's all go to the polls. Mm-hmm. Like SWV. Alright. So we had a poll. Uh, wow, this shit got seven <laughs> comments. God damn. <laughs> that was arguing. Yes. Uh, we had a poll because uh, a couple people kind of alluded to it, you know because we monitor the chat room as we do the show mm-hmm. and a couple people asked stuff like you know they got in a debate about simping mm-hmm. um, and simping is normally something that you know is kind of geared like men they say men are simps like we use it on men like oh man you simp you a simp but women can be simps too in my opinion yes they can and there was a debate in the chat room about can women really be simps yes they can which I think is a no brainer of course they can but I I put it as a poll because people seem to be arguing about it so 80% of people Mm -hmm. are smart and on my side that's science Uh, which means that 80% of people say yes so 20% of people are dumb I don't even know why they yeah, listen to I mean, the show. Because the the my definition of simping is you want somebody that don't want you, but do do shit for them, even though you know and they know that they don't want you, and they ain't gonna fuck you, never offer to fuck you. Right. So no was twenty percent. So shame on those people. Let's look at the comments. Corbin says, first and foremost, Rod and Karen, let me thank you and Bomani Jones for changing my life and making it so I never feel good about simping again. Ha ha ha. You're welcome. Good sir. on you. You're welcome. Good on you, Corbin. Second, as a retired simp, only a simp would think women can't simp. I say all the time, simping is a vicious cycle. I have simp for women, simping for men, simping other women. God damn. <laughs> That's serious the right The cycle now. of simping continues. Yes, it does. Uh, or women simping for women, simping for other women. LOL. Point is, I see too many women out here simping. Mm-hmm. All while not wanting the same, same niggas who want them stupid goofies. Man, I think that might be the least ratchet thing. I'm surprised it didn't end with niggers or something like that. <laughs> Motherfucker. He can't control himself. <laughs> yes. Gabby says, yes, without a doubt. A woman can be a simp, but thankfully, something good can come from reality TV. What? What? Okay. Okay. I'm not the only one. Huh? Okay. So they simp on reality TV too? Learning from the multi, from the millionaire matchmaker that the chick isn't supposed to be buying the man stuff, no matter how broke or sob a story he tells. How did you? What? How did you learn that from? Oh. Okay, no, okay, no. no, I said I wasn't going to do this. That's right, keep reading. <sighs> ah! Alright. Yes? And from the Morning Jones Show in the Blackout Tips podcast, I have greatly learned to reduce my simping ways. I will never become a gold digger, a cold, or anything like that, but if I think that guy isn't, a good, uh, isn't good for my friend, then I won't date them either. Okay. That's good. Alright. 
Just don't say anything, right? Just keep moving. Trojan Scooter. <laughs> yes, women can be simps. Who do you think taught the men how to simp? Oh, you saying he gets it from Peace. his mama. <laughs> oh, his sisters. Mm, your mama taught. So it's all women's fault again, Trojan Scooter. Um, Sherif Shere- says, absolutely. Any woman with a bum guy that used her is indicative of that. Well, see, the simping thing, though, if you're not getting any pussy, um, that's really where the simping comes in. You know, because that's, that's the extreme. Like, okay. You know, like, simping is... Paying for a girl to go shopping and then she goes on a date with another nigga at the end of the night. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Like there's nothing that you got out of that except some lost time and money. That's right. That's simping, you know. So if somebody, you know, if it's it's not the same as if um say some dude is blowing her back out but staying up in her crib playing PlayStation all day. That's not the same because she is at least getting her back blown out and there's no price you can put on that. Oh no, it ain't. Um, Andre says, yes, I wonder sometimes why a lot of women complain about ain't shit men. I believe it's because they were sipping on dudes to begin with and were burned. Look at all the women, look at all the women supporting Steve Harvey and Tyrese. They have caught, (laughs) they were caught simping and decided to go to these Negroes for help, but in turn became bigger simps. Delfrano says, simply any combination of the following, fat and or ugly yamps. Not sure what a yamp is. Me either. New vocabulary word. Along with low self-esteem and no positive father figure. Uh, Alright. If you want to stereotype, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, But I I think they come from all colors, creeds, (laughs) and education. Because when it comes to that shit, the people don't think logically. Yeah, there's a lot of fire women simping on this, too. Yes, it is. Now, I find men, too. Uh, Max Glenn says, Look, the real question is, Will your sexual organs tell the difference? Always follow man code number 45. Never pass up free pussy ever. Even if you have to take it by force. Optional. What? Oh, I don't, we don't condone racist. Nigga, what kind of racist? I mean, rapist shit is that? <laughs> we, don't, we don't condone that. And you know what? Some I'm going to have to report this nigga to some type of law enforcement agency. And on top of that. Even if you got to take the pussy? Who the fuck? That is never... That is never an option. Optional. He put that as, well, that's optional, so of course I'm being reasonable. You might have to take the pussy occasionally. Oh, but it's just an option. Leave it on the table. No, and and, 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 and as dudes get older, they'll tell you, some pussy ain't worth it. Free pussy. (laughs) What is wrong with y'all today, man? Next poll. (laughs) Masculine, you are fired. You are fired, (laughs) Um, should death row inmates be allowed a fancy last meal? Because, um, we found out the state of Texas is who kills the most people on the planet, mm-hmm. um, as far as in the United States, um, with the death penalty. They said, um, no more fancy last meals, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, if you try to get something, you know, you try to order something off the menu, then they just play, uh, oh, you fancy, huh? And then they... Ah! And then they bring you a regular ass gruel that you get normally. Um, and my thing was, uh, I, I really don't care. Because um, at first I was like, well, I guess that's kind of fucked up. You know, I saw a couple people on my timeline complaining about it. Like, you know, they're still human beings and all that. But at the same time, I was like, it, it, it 
for some reason, it's just such a weak, symbolic gesture. It's not like they're going to let the... Freedom can't be on the menu for the last meal, right? Now, say that again. Life isn't on the menu for the last meal. Nope. So, it's kind of an empty gesture in the first place, and it's just designed to make, make the general public actually feel better, because they don't give a shit. Right. You're going to kill this nigga. Who cares if he got macaroni and cheese or not? You know? Ah, he is, a collard greens. That's it, right. The end of this, The dessert on this meal is the electricity from the electric chair. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that uh, you know it matters if the motherfucker was like, mm, "This cake is delicious." Yes. Well, I can die now. Yes. Or maybe you get so because you know sometimes you be like, "I'm so full, I can die." Oh, I could just bust. I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> that's, that's what you order. You order turkey. That lemonade was electrifying. So, um, of course, the should death row inmates sorry. should death row inmates be allowed a fancy last meal? Yes, they are going to die anyway. Might as well be full. 58%. Okay. 13% said no. Die eating gruel, you murderer. Well, damn. Mm-hmm. 13% of people are, are very upset by murderers, Karen. Uh, 29% said they don't care. So I'm, I think I'm in that camp. I, Me too. I don't really care one way or the other. Like, mm-hmm. y'all gonna kill this nigga anyway. It makes the prison system look good. Like, look. Yeah, that's how it is. We're gonna kill him, but hey, we gave him macaroni and cheese. It was lobster mac. Um, <laughs> Tatum says, uh, they, they might as well get the itis for the last time. <laughs> Max Glenn, uh. Max Glenn the rapist says, Yes, only if everybody in prison gets to either pee in it, ski in it, or take a huge shit in it. Max Glenn is ratchet. Wow. I think he might have passed oh, no. uh, Corbin. I'm about to say Corbin, Corbin and Del Frano. Like, God, they got some competition. Carlton, Carlton says, I wonder if that last meal has affected the look or smell of the room. Like, if the electric chair was used, could the shit be literally be shocked out of you? I think it can. Ugh. Yeah, I would hate to be the person that got to uh, unclothe them. Electrified shit. Ah! Nothing, nothing nice about oh, that. That's literally shocked the shit out of you. Literally. Well, maybe if you're lactose intolerant, you just—I just want two gallons of milk. Ah! Fuck this world. If I got to go, out, damn it, everybody gonna smell it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Delfrano says, first of all, laughing my ass off at Max Glenn. Okay, if you're on death row, no relation to Suge, I'm sure you were convicted of a heinous crime. In that case, Ray J voice, fuck that nigga. Ah! Uh, fuck it, I'm on to you bitch made niggas and honkies. That is his username. Oh! Says, only if they eating my shit, 27 exclamation points. Wow. David says, hell no, them niggas should eat what they been eating. They should why should a potential murderer I love how you said potential murderer. Uh, like they ain't committed it yet? You know, they're addicted to murder. No, no, no. You're saying like because you can't let them go free because they keep murdering. Oh, okay. Like they like the option is last meal or go free. You know what I mean? Like it ain't, this, They still they gonna not, lock this nigga up yes, for life. Even if they didn't put him on death penalty the nigga ain't going nowhere. I don't know why people think uh, People think, well, if we don't give him this last meal, he gonna be, we gonna be I think the, the death penalty just, like, uh, is so polarizing that people have these extreme arguments. Yes. I mean, the option is death penalty or 
prison forever, uh-huh. pretty much. Yeah. It's not like you die in prison. They yeah, it's, let you out. It's not like death death penalty or Ali Ali Oxen free. Everybody leave the prison, you know. <laughs> no. Uh, so David says, "Hell no, them niggas should uh, eat what they've been eating." Why should a potential murderer get to enjoy a glory, a glorious last meal like sweet baby Jesus? Mm. When they walk on the water, when they walk on water or stop a trick from tricking, don't worry, I'll wait. Oh, he said, when did they walk on water or stop a trick from tricking? And he said, don't worry, I'll wait. Exactly. Unless you took your victim out on a date and brought them Chick-fil-A, then stop crying and eat gruel, my nigga. Riley voice. All right. So that was a lot of people that was uh, actually against it that were very vocal, but nobody that was uh, for letting them eat really had too much to say. Only a, a, like one person said that. Yeah, they just voted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Silent majority, I guess. Um, and the last poll, a very simple poll, Ken. Um, we talked about Ron Paul and Libertarians. Yes, we did. And why I, I just can't get down with the Libertarian platform because as nice as it is and as idealistic as it is, people ain't shit. Nope. And once you recognize that people ain't shit, you realize that those plans aren't going to work the way they say. Nope. You know, and they're like, well, a business will take care of the fire department. And if so, your neighbor's house is burning, you'll help them put it out. Because why would you want your house to burn and shit like that? Uh-uh. And you're just like, but have you met people? Because yes. um, people ain't shit and, and they will let your house burn. And they'll be like, fuck you, it wasn't me. Have a good evening. That's right. You know what While I mean? go eat dinner with my family. Now, Family Guy is on. I'll be back. You know? All right. Ah. So, I made the poll real simple. People, dot, dot, dot. Option one, ain't shit. Option two, are generally decent. No third option, Karen. Mm-mm. 82% of people are smart and voted with me. People ain't shit. That's how it ah. is, man. And I don't really judge people for not being shit. I kind of expect them not to be shit. And I just let them be with that. I don't, you know, it's not even a negative, like, man, you ain't shit. And unlike everybody else, no, no, everybody else ain't shit either. Yeah, it's, to me, it's just different levels of shittiness that people can go. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because some people, they just, I don't know, they're just the bo- bottom of the barrel shit. Where you go, okay, I know I ain't shit, but nigga, you really ain't shit. <laughs> uh, and then 18% of people thought people are generally decent. Corbin says, I think most of the pe- most of the time people v- vote wrong on purpose just to be assholes. I have done it myself on a few occasions. I knew it was Corbin. I knew it. Ah! I knew it was you, Corbin. But come on. In this world full of sword ratchetness, child porn, all kinds of rape and murder, corrupt politicians and bankers, how did you vote for anything but people ain't shit? Gabrielle Sire. <sighs> Well, that was Corbin doing that, Gabby, not me. Delfrano ah. says, I voted ain't shit, but the poll is hella vague. Take me, for instance. Yeah, all the fine big booty bitches, please take me. Am I right, fellas? Up top. Ah, ah, ah. Nah, but on the real, I'm generally a decent dude, but if the opportunity presents itself, I'm pretty sure I'll fall into the ain't shit category. And whether or not niggas would admit it, they fall into the same category. Bamf. My Toya says, people really ain't shit. Till somebody's looking, public restrooms tell you all you need about people. Yes, they do. They don't even treat the place to take a shit like shit. Ah! Fuck it, I'm on to you bitch-made niggas. And Hunky says, your mama ain't shit. That's right, I said it once. Ah, ah. How do we get deep? 
Where, where, where are these listeners coming from? I have no idea. Fuck, where? <laughs> and they're coming out of nowhere, too. That, remember that spike, that spike and download we had? That must have been a record-ass site. Uh, Mudro says, uh, you know what, Rod? You're right. You're right. And I do believe I'm right, Mudro. Um, alright, so emails, voicemails, and then, uh, we'll take calls? Yes, sir. Alright, sounds about right. Let me just, uh, get back into the podcast emails. And, uh, of course, uh, let me just look for vocal. If you do have questions, you can submit them, yeah. uh, through vocal. And, yes, uh, on the right, you see a red button. Yeah. And it allow you to submit, uh... Yeah, and I'll check in every once in a while to see if we have a question, but, uh, anyway. Um, <clears throat> so let's check out the emails. Uh, Corbin writes in Remember that time you tweeted about Chip Fu And then he responded as though you mentioned him Yes I tweeted about Chip Fu And I just asked like Some general jokes uh, Cause I was listening to the Fushnickens mm-hmm. And this nigga actually Searched his own name and found me On Twitter and it wasn't even like me joking on Chip Fu, but it was just that like he hit me up and was like Yeah man blah 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 and I was like Dog what just that was 1995. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like, you was on TV yesterday and I was talking shit about you being on TV. Or I read an article that you wrote. No, this nigga really was like, yes, uh, that song you're talking about from when you were in high school, I need to comment. Um, I So he said, shaking my head, I have been got by Living Color. And Living Color is C-O-L-O-U-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only know them from one damn sh- song featured on Gu- Guitar Hero 3. And Cult of Personality being CMP, uh, CM Punk's entrance theme. That being, that came, and that came out in the late 80s. I looked on the, at the video on YouTube and tweeted, Just now realizing Living Color is black dudes. <laughs> oh, classic. Them and Fishbone were like, what? Um, and Living Color apparently, at Living Color, apparently bought that uh, irre- irrelevant name searching like, oh, and at Living Color is apparently about that irrelevant name searching life. Yes, so yeah, search themselves. They respond amazed. It still mattered. And what makes it fun is now half my mentions are people amused that I didn't know. Bitch, I was only four when that song came out. <laughs> So what this so what this means now is you can never tweet about irrelevant rock bands and rappers now. Apparently, Gabrielle Sai, <sighs> that's Corbin again, Gabby. That is not me. Mm-mm, not me either. Rod and Karen, you making the side sound? You helping them out? Yes, uh, it, it has to be emphasized. Gabby Sai does not emphasize enough. Valid. Rod and Karen, y'all be safe in these Twitter streets now. Ray J could be searching for his name and come after y'all with the money team niggas that like niggas. I hope not, no sir. Yeah, I hope not. Please don't do it. No. Um, and of course, um, uh, Chill has been emailing the show, and that's she, my girl. She left us a couple voicemail messages. I can't play one of them because she gives her number out. Yeah. So that's why I'm not playing that. Um, well, I'll try to play the other one later in the show. She says, "I left you a voicemail over the weekend. If it came out raggedy, oh well. Welcome to my world." I was on that Paul Mason, and when that shit starts talking, you just gotta let it do what it do. And oh yeah, whoever made the comment about Mike pushing around a dead pimp better be on the lookout. I know so. Because somebody told us Rudy Raymore was dead when Mike said he, he, he hung out with him. Um, 
I told Mike what you said, and those of us who know him would not be surprised if you woke up one morning and found him sleeping on the hood of your car. Ah! <laughs> Wait. Wait, no, you. Wait. Get ready to go to work. He's stressed out of your car in a light purple suit. <laughs> Wait, waiting to talk to you. By the way, have you two thought about the black guy who tips dildos that I mentioned on my voicemail? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> well, as usual, gotta go. I'll catch up with you when I get back to town. Have a good one. Blessings. And hey, Toya, suck the penis. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, the morning Joan lives on. Steve W. says, hey, Ryder Karen, just listen to your episode 221 on my way to work this morning. Living here in Canada, I don't pay much attention to the American political scene unless it's the presidential election. But I was interested to hear about this Herman Cain dude. Not sure if he has a chance to win uh, since, from what I heard, uh, he speaks... Uh, when he speaks, he always seems to have to serve some hot, steaming bowl of ratchet. Yes, sir. I think I can increase his popularity by making a few little tweaks to his policies. When you started talking about his 999 plan, I thought that sounded okay and a bit catchy, but I think it would be better if he changed it to the 939 plan. As in the 939. That's the club that DJ Mike Hitman works at. Yes. Can't think of a better running mate for a presidential candidate than DJ Mike Hitman. Truly a man of the people. Now that is. Then you can have the Chi-Town player as Secretary of State. Ah! <laughs> Good game as Secretary of Defense. Lucky Strike as Attorney General. And Spanish Fly as Secretary of Homeland Security. Oh my goodness. Sounds pretty far-fetched, but hey, no one ever thought a black man could ever be president of the United States either. So I don't think if uh, Cain is appointed presidential cabinet of pimps, uh, I don't think if Cain appointed a presidential cabinet of pimps and one who is definitely not a pimp, that's, that's right. right, that it would be so out of the question. Anyway, keep churning out that ratchetry. I'll be listening. P.S. Rod, I love the fact that you tweet during the Eagles games. Don't have too many friends up here that are Eagles fans. And since I've been uh, been one since the time of the Polish rifle, that shit is before your time. It's good to chat a little with someone who always follows the team. Uh, from at and he's at from the Jacks J A X on Twitter. All right, cool. Uh, chill emailed us again, and the title of this email is "Why the fuck I can't just email you without the computer asking me what the subject is." <laughs> hey y'all, Miss Karen sounds like she got a little freaking her. Ah, <laughs> what the fuck does she know about Vivid? Uh, <laughs> she's talking about Vivid, the yes. porn company. Yes. Uh, I bet she puts that ill nana on you on your ass. Smile, but seriously. <laughs> Even though I don't know y'all personally, given our past history, I feel like I know you enough to nominate you the king and queen of the lesbians. Toya has... I won't take Shasha's place. That's Shasha's Shasha's Mm -hmm. That can only be one. Mm -hmm. Toya has to co-sign, of course. Lick balls, Toya. If you're not up Ah! for it, this is what she said. If if you're not up for it, I understand, but I wish you would think about it. Maybe we can get started on those black guy dildos once and for all. Before I forget, y'all see oh. Bomani shining on Jim Rome is burning. Uh, yes, yes, I recorded yes. it every day this week. I don't think he was. I don't think there was a show Friday or something. Maybe because of baseball. Maybe. But I recorded it four times this week and watched it. And um, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I fast forward to when Bo's on. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's that's the wonderful thing about DVR. Yeah, I watch what Bo has to say, and then I get the fuck off, man. And yeah, he was sharp, and he knows his shit, of course. Um, going back and forth with Rome. Um, 
and uh, you know, not not necessarily backing down, but having a real cool conversation, man. I like that tone of conversation. Um, it's pretty fast paced, but I like the fact that Jim Rohn doesn't just bring you on there to be belligerent to you and try to demean you like no. Skip Bayless would. Um, and it's not about winning an argument; it's about having a discussion and presenting your points That's the best. That's right. And I think both shines when you have that spotlight like that. So um, he did great. Um, obviously, uh, he's not you know not his first time on the show, but. Uh, yeah, he did his thing, man, and he was dressed sharp too. I'm sure Mike in Chicago would have been proud. Yes, he would have. Um, said our boy is doing his thing. He's the one who gave me the 411 about your show. He's truly a righteous dude. I had something else to say, but there's a nice set of titties in my face. Blessings. Ah, blessings to you too. Enjoy them titties. Jason writes in, "Hey, Ron and Karen, an episode of this, the, the title of this is episode 219, Corporate America Rant." Uh, this is the last email, then we do the voicemail, then we get out of here if no one calls in or doesn't have questions on vocal. Um, hey, Ryder Karen, I just discovered the Black Eye Who Tips for about a month now, and I love the show. I discovered it via a retweet of Rod. I work, see, and that's why I appreciate y'all that retweet the show. Yeah. Because then you never know how someone's going to come into contact with the show. And you might be thinking, like, man, I'm just tired of seeing this shit. Uh, I ride tweeting about the show again. Or, you know, because I try not to do it all the time. But, you know, I throw, like, maybe, you know, somewhere between five and ten in a day of tweeting. I try to put out there, like, hey, the show is up. You know, retweet, vote in the poll. And you never know which random retweet is going to get somebody to be like, yo, I, I like this show now. I, I'm going to check it out. Yes, and, th- and that means a lot to us. And I guess to me personally, um, we know how the economy is. So if you can't buy stuff and you can't donate, this is a wonderful way to spread the word about our podcast. Yeah, maybe you ain't got nothing to put down on this car, okay? Mm-hmm. $1,400 is a lot. Yes, it is. It's a lot. And then PayPal won't take money. But listen, ah. you can retweet the show, man. And that that's awesome when people do that. Um, let's see. I discovered it via retweet of Rod. I work two jobs, so it helps with passing the time in my boring-ass night job. I just loaded up the iPod and laughed my ass off. Man, that corporate world middle management discussion from the last show struck a chord with me. By day, I'm a marketing assistant at a large television network. You know the one with the bird. The official culture is the office culture is ridiculous. Yes, it is. For one, there are only two people of color in my department. The other black dude is a quote unquote working manager, which pretty much means he sits in the cubicle and actually does work, while the other managers get these plush ass offices. Yo, they did that to me in my old job too, man. Like, they always had like one or two like black managers, quote unquote, but they weren't. The kind of managers like the white managers were at my job. Um, like they didn't get the office. Um, they didn't really get the authority. Nope. They didn't get the same respect. And they, but they got a title. That's it. They didn't really get to make no decisions. Like you had to go to them to get your decisions of um, decisions approved. Yeah, one of the most disheartening moments when I was there, we had a corporate like one of these training session things, and it was called like company taboos and. You know, rumors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, what they were trying to do is dispel a bunch of the uh, rumors and taboos and things that you can't normally talk about in corporate America. So, they were having these, you know, seminars. They take people down. You do a bunch of exercises. And at the end of the day, they, uh, you know, they do a question and ask, uh, answer session. Mm-hmm. And they were like, ask any question you want. Nothing's off limits. You can submit it anonymously. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. 
And so people were submitting different questions, you know, there was a, you know, hey, if you get, lose your job here, like you get laid off, the rumor is you can't get your job back. Mm-hmm. And ever. Like, they would never, ever, they ever hire you back. back. Yeah, that's their policy. Um, That, was, that is their policy. And, but it was a rumor to that point because no one ever talked about it. That's true. You don't want to ask your job, your boss that shit, you know. If I leave this job, can I come back? No. Okay, well, thanks. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so um, my question was, um, I noticed that there isn't very much uh, people of color in management positions in this company. You know, I, I, I look in the offices, I don't see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I look at, you know, the people who are in charge. There's not a lot of us. Mm-hmm. What, are, is there anything being done about this? Is, you know, what, what's up with that? And they completely answered a different question. Yeah. And they turned it into Americans because the company was uh, from another country. Mm-hmm. So they turned it into, we're going to try to get more Americans in the uh, higher up corporate structure so like we're looking for an American partner in this company not not manager um, we're gonna try to get more women into uh, positions of management mm-hmm. but they completely did not even discuss race no, because, at all no because and, and to me when you have meetings like that honestly it's a bunch of bullshit I don't mean no harm because they go we can talk about anything but yeah they didn't even they really are not gonna address issues of race well, I just think it lets you know where you stand. And that's true, too. That's my main thing. Is like, yeah. It's like, we're not even fucking concerned about you. We don't care about that. Whatever the fuck you just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> like, basically, fuck that shit. And, and, if it, <laughs> and it becomes disheartening for people of color in a lot of corporate American jobs because you kind of have a glass ceiling without people saying you got a glass ceiling. Yeah, it's not your it's just not our culture necessarily Mm-mm. unless you really grew up in a certain type of atmosphere. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult and you're going to have those moments where you realize like I just don't belong here. Yes. Like these like you know these guys are going to play golf, I'm going to play basketball on the weekends. Uh the you know these guys uh it's okay for them to knock off for a afternoon and go watch the NCAA tournament. And without taking any vacation time, scheduling anything, because yeah. they just they just fucking want to do it. Mm-hmm. Me, no, nah, that's me getting written up. So uh, you know, I walk away from my desk for five minutes. Somebody's gonna notice. Of course. So he said, I made the mistake of coming in all fresh faced and ready to take on the world. Busted my ass, came in early, worked late, etc. And they turned around and took advantage of me. I realized that it's not what you know, but who you know. Yes. I mean, I bust my ass day in and day out, even though I have two jobs. I pretty much work about seventy hours a week between both jobs. Good God, son. They expect you to work late. Work on weekends. Basically work whenever you want to. If you don't, they get they do all this passive aggressive shit and talk about how you're not committed to the company. And yeah, I've experienced that too, where they do the passive aggressive like, you know, wow, so you really can't stay tonight? You're like, well nigga, no, you told me you. two minutes ago. Yes. I was I about to clock plans. out and now you want me to do five hours of overtime. Like, yes, I can't stay. What is wrong with you? Um it's like, bitch, I'm a salaried employee. I make a certain amount a year whether or not I work 40 hours or 60 hours. That's right. The only incentive to work more is not to have to deal with your bullshit. I don't fit in with them. Even though I'm an educated, well, well-read, well-traveled black guy, uh, management is all white. But that's not the biggest problem. Uh, they have all worked together throughout their career, so they basically just hired their friends. Yes. You know, and that's one of the reasons, like, when people say, we don't need affirmative action. Um... This is why you need affirmative action. 
Because to some extent, you have to force people out of their comfort zone to hire people that they normally wouldn't even, would not give a chance. Wouldn't even consider. Would, would, not based on just their achievements, but just based on the fact that I can't relate to you. Yes, and then on top of that, it also comes a disadvantage because a lot of times they open up positions even though they know they're going to hire their friend and they can have a, have somebody of a different culture that's overqualified, better qualified, have better background experience and they'll bypass because they have to have everybody in there and they'll go, okay, you're good, but fuck you, I want to fire my friend. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily just race. Like, it could be um, the name on the resume. There's a reason There's a reason somebody looks at the name on the resume and goes, eh, no. And it's because there's a cultural stereotype there. It's not just, well, I think this person is black, but it's, I don't think I know anyone named such and such. So why the fuck would I be able to relate to this person? Um, and then also, uh, you know, there's a lot of nepotism where you're just picking your friends to do jobs because it's natural. Most people hear about a job through a friend, through somebody. Yeah, a lot of, you know, if your friend has hiring power, he's going to go look out for you if you have a hard time and things like that. So this is one of the reasons that affirmative action will probably exist forever because as long as the power structure of corporate America is mostly white, you're going to have to force them to give somebody else a chance because if not, it's just the good old boy network. And, you know, that is, as, as, unlike Ron Paul, I know people ain't shit. So yeah. it's like, if I don't ask you to do this, if I don't mandate that you fucking do this, you won't do it because you ain't shit. And it's not that you're just a negative, uh, I ain't shit type of person. No. I'm going to be racist today. It's just, no, it's, it's natural. Yeah, it's look natural. at, if you, if you don't believe me, look at most uh, churches. That church is a place where everybody gets to pick on their own where they would like to go. And you will see, I'd say 95% of the churches break down into some type of racial shit. Yes, you find very, very few churches that are mixed. Yeah, this is the Hispanic church. This is the, the uh, black, black church. church. This, this is the, the white church. church. This is the, the Korean church. church. Yeah, like you, yeah. you'll see like people naturally do this shit in their own lives all the time. So to some extent, you have to force people to see, to be better than they are. And that's what affirmative action does. But anyway, um, so he says... Um, they basically just hired their friends. For example, my main boss and the marketing manager, uh, my main boss, who is the marketing manager, is married to one of the account executives. They try to talk about the station like it's some kind of family. I'm like, family? You can fire me at any time for any reason and I can't do shit. Say that again. What kind of family is that? I can't just fire my father for no reason. <laughs> the crazy thing is the whole management team they brought in by the new met was brought in by the new general manager. Basically, when the, he came to the station ten years ago, they all followed him to the new station. Basically, when he says jump, they say how high. I know for a fact, even I work like crazy for even if I work like crazy for the next five years, I would never make it to management. The good thing is that because of the name of the company, it will look good on my resume. I basically get treated like shit. Uh, doing my manager's job and never getting credit. I mean, she has literally taken presentations I made, changed the name on it, and submitted it to her boss. Wow! I've had that happen to me before. When I was an intern, that happened before. Um, that shit pisses me the fuck off. At least give me my credit, bitch. I agree. When you wake up, man, credit is so underrated, man. Mm-hmm. Giving somebody credit will normally squash 90% of all your issues. Yep. You know, like, how many, how much shit has started because you just wouldn't give somebody credit. And if you don't give people credit for shit, you're a fucking scumbag. Period. Like, I don't trust you. If you're, like, if you're the kind of person that will, like, I see this a lot on podcasts. 
somebody will blatantly steal somebody's fucking idea or listen to somebody's show and do what the fuck they heard on that show and they just won't even give that person like a shout out like yeah yeah man um I got this idea from blankety blank yeah, and I try my best to remember if I say something somebody's quoted or had a, had an idea that they said. I try my best to shout them out if I remember. If I yeah, don't, it's, a di- it's, all, it's, it's by accident. It's I a swear. difference between you forgot to give somebody credit and maliciously swaggerjacking somebody. Okay. And that shit happens a lot. That shit happens a lot, man. So it's, it is very... Um, disheartening when you see that and it happens in corporate America it happens everywhere you know yeah. and people that don't give people credit ain't shit man I don't fuck with people like that you can't be in my circle just blatantly jacking people for their style and shit and then trying to claim it as your own that is so fucking whack man yeah and it, and it happens a whole lot in the corporate world and it causes conflict and it causes beef among co-workers and, it, and you know it causes a lot of shit with people you gotta work with every day when you wake up every day dreading going to a job and having to constantly bite your lip to deal with that bullshit, it takes its toll, though. Yes, it does. I've turned into a jaded-ass dude. I don't say shit at work unless I, I need to be involved. I know so. Anyway, let me end my long-ass bitch fest. When I get a chance, I'll make sure to give you guys a five-star review on iTunes and even make a donation. It's the least I can do. Well, thank you, Jason. Thank you. We appreciate it, man. Um, And that's the last email. Um, you want to do voicemail now? Yes, sir. Alright, um, let me go play the voicemails. Um, get this thing in the order they were received. I think this is Chill's second call, which I can play. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's Chill, by the way. Oh, yeah. And, and um, I forgot to tell y'all. Um, as far as your marketing goes, okay. You're not looking, you know, outside the box. I'm thinking outside the box. Whatever the fucking box is. Look. Okay. You need to understand that you got or may have a gay audience. Okay. And on behalf of Lesbian Nation, you need to have some, the black guy who took dildos. Okay. Can, can you laugh with that? Okay, is that bell? You know, it's like you know, a strap on, you know, with hard dick. Okay, and the black guy who tipped written on the dick. Okay, I mean, think about it. So, us lesbians, how cool would that be to literally put words into somebody's mouth? You know what I'm saying? Hey. May I get on that for a minute? You know what I'm saying? Oh, by the way, you might be getting calls like this throughout the day because you know what? I'm back from my road trip. I'm feeling good. Everything is lovely. It's a Sunday. It's a football day. As you can tell, hold on. I'm listening to my old school. But you know what? Whenever I get on the show, I'll address that shit later. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and by the way, that song, Fucking for Supper, I got a real problem with that. <laughs> I'm not trying to offend nobody, but just, you know, as, as a listener, personally, I have a problem with that goddamn song. Okay, that song is straight garbage. Okay? What? I know you try to promote, you try to promote, but that song is straight garbage. Fucking for Supper, I listen to the lyrics. I rewind the fucking shit and listen to it again. 
<laughs> they found this fucking absolute garbage. Everybody want to be a goddamn star, I guess. Hey. Ron, <laughs> Miss Karen, we gonna work up. You understand what I'm saying? Um, when I call your show, be ready for me. Because it don't get no better. I'm here to tell you. Keep out. You know, I don't know why the fuck I can't even hit these buttons and shit. I guess your voicemail is like, even messages just hang the fuck up. You know, I'm thinking, you know, you got to hit pound and send and all that shit. Whatever. I don't fucking know. But you know what? I'm gone. Hey, I'm on this brandy. And, you know, that's how it is. Hey, like I say, in the meantime, y'all have a good one. Rod, Karen, between the two of y'all, send me an email, get back to me, give me your thoughts on the deal though, alright, we can make this thing work, hey, if you stop one of them bitches, put me down for 4,000, I'll pass them bitches up for Halloween, kids come back, they get a fucking, the black guy who can build them when they bad, fuck it, it ain't on me, let them explain that shit to their parents, that's real talk, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm out of here. I'm taking up enough of your fucking time in your phone space. Hey, I'll talk to y'all later. Peace out. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> and that's the second one. Y'all didn't get to hear the first one. <laughs> No thug friends slander on the podcast. Period. Point blank. I don't give a fuck what y'all think. Matter of fact, guess what the end of this fucking show song will be? You fucking for supper, ho. <laughs> fuck that shit. The second of all, chill is fucking hilarious. Thank yes, you. Yes, she is. Thank you for calling the show. And uh, yeah, we're gonna definitely try to get chill on, man. Yes, I, 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 I say we get chill and Toya on at the same time. That's my goal. And then I'm just gonna leave the room because yeah. there's nothing. They probably won't let us get a word in age wise. No, it, uh, it would be the greatest show ever. Uh, and then last voicemail. Yo, bro, what's up, man? What's up, homie? It's your boy Ice T. Yeah. It's your homie Ice T. I know you've been talking real reckless about the lady by talking about how I'm stuck in the past. But yo, that's cool, because check it. I got this new uh, group coming out called Rob Simmons. Wait, wait. Nah, nah. But anyway, but yo, I ain't even sweating, man, because you got your girl Karen. Say that again. I got my girl, you know, Darlene. Hold on. Nah, nah, it's Coco. But look, I ain't even sweating you, son, because check it out. You know, I got this new artist coming out, you know, white boy called Everlast. Nah, nah, he joined each other. He's doing Anyway, hey, just chilling, man. It's uh, your boy, Classic, from the Cold Southern Podcast. Just dropping a little quick uh, voicemail for you. Let you know that I appreciate the love that you show for our show, Cold Southern Podcast. We got another episode coming up soon. And uh, enjoyed your appearance on uh, with my 40 acres recently, talking about rap. And I uh, always enjoy what you're doing. Oh, all right. That is uh, classic material. 
Uh, actually, it's classic. Wait, what is this beeping going on? Hang up, nigga. Get off my phone. It's enough. I get the point. Um, but that is classic materia. And uh, he uh, has a show. It's called uh, Cold Slither uh, Podcast. And um, it's actually pretty dope, man. Um, I listen to him uh, just talk about old, um, you know, all kinds of old uh, uh, G.I. Joe, Transformer, wrestling mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, I thought it was really good, man. I, I enjoyed it, man. It, it really made me think a lot about old school. Because I'm always thinking about old school cartoons and stuff mm-hmm. we grew up watching. Um, I've actually been watching G.I. Joe the last couple of days, just coming up with <laughs> it's like been classic, man. Crazy ass, you know, like, like what the fuck, you know, what is this? Um, and so, uh, I'll, but yeah, check it out, Cold Slither Podcast. We also have a first uh, question, question. Um, and this is from Shirley Wong. Um, when y'all gonna get Toya and Chill together on the podcast, Shirley, your ratchet attorney? Uh,. Yeah, I, I'm gonna try to do that within. I want to say within the next couple of weeks. I think yes. I have Toya scheduled to be on like next week or so, and then we don't have a second guest. And that's I'm. I got Chill's number, and I'm gonna call her and see if we can get her on the show, man. Yes. And then not only that, um, just want you to know if we ever uh, need a lawyer, uh, Shirley, you you are the lawyer. I. Wait, we didn't discuss this. I don't know if I want <laughs> Shirley to be my lawyer, man. Uh-huh. You know, Shirley and, and, is kind of ratchet. And you say I'm racist? No, 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 no. I love the fact that she's aging. That has nothing to do with anything. But, uh, you know, she is kind of ratchet, Karen. That's all I'm saying. Ah! Uh, Alright, so what? how do you end the question? Drop the text question. Bam! That was tight, Karen. You see that shit? Yes. Magic! <laughs> I love this shit, man. We need more questions. Alright, but anyway, the phone lines are open in case you want to call. We'll give you a couple minutes. Um, 704-557-0186 is the, call, is the phone number. Uh, 704-557-0186. And you can also submit text questions through this uh, app, and I will take them, man. Um, so, let, let's, let's see. Uh... I'm ready to I'm ready to do this, but my question is how can we make my inner saying ratchet come out? I don't, I don't even know what that means. Ah, that, sounds, ah, that sounds scary. That sounds kinda of scary. I don't I, I just I, I just would like y'all to get along on there, you know what I mean? My goal for you is and chill is to have a good conversation without it just being fuck Mario Chalmers for two hours. That <laughs> that would make me happy. Uh, we got another question from Steve. Uh, he says, Karen is on her game today. Thank that you. is not really a question, sir. Thank Drop. you very much. Enough. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, man, we get a lot of questions. Uh, Jay Fool has a question. Who we got to bribe to be a guest on the show? You got uh, to leave that up to Tebow. Um, yes, praise Tebow. The main thing, uh, <laughs> one of the ways that we get guests, because um, you got to remember, we only do this show three times a week. One time with no guests, for sure. Yeah. Feedback shows yes. all the time. Um, and then we also do uh, Thursday shows we try to do live. Yes. So very rarely we have a guest on Thursdays except for Will and Justin. Yeah. And that's because they live in Charlotte and they can come by the house. Yes. Um, and Sunday shows. And then Sunday is when we normally have guests via Skype. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue with that is uh, 
everybody want to be on the fucking show, man. Like, the show got way <laughs> more popular in a way shorter time. <laughs> and so there's a list of people that just want to be on the show, but then there's also people that we would like to have on the show. And then, like, that, they get priority over people that just want to be on the show. Like, no offense to anybody. You know, we try to get everybody in. But, you know, if there's somebody like, um, you know, like when I, the Thug Friends, I really look up to them. So I'm like, yo, I got to have the Thug Friends on the show. And it was such an honor to have them. That is one of those times where, like, if it would have been, like, say, pick between the Thug Friends and uh, Jay Full, I might have had to be like, I'm sorry, Jay Full, we have to push you back. So, you know, it can take a while to get onto the show, man. There's sometimes I want to talk to people, we can't get them on for months. Yeah. Uh, there's people we've been trying to get on the show for months, yes. and we still haven't got you them know. on the show. Um, but we always are working hard behind the scenes to, you know, get people on. Uh, we got our phone call. Let's check this out. Hey, you on the air with the Black Eyed Tips? What's up, man? It's Brent. What up, B? Dog? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. You stuck a quote. You stuck a quote when you talking about all the um, all the racism that kind of goes on in the office, man. It's, it's really, it's really a growing experience. Their first experience of, of prejudice. I ain't gonna say racism, but maybe I'll say prejudice in the office is really. It's really something you really need to go through at a young age yeah. to really, if you're a minority, really realize, you know, it's really, it's, like, you always hear about it, but it's different, you know, hearing your teachers and hearing all the people talk about it than when you experience it yourself. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because you don't really have, like, you... I don't know how most black people are, but if you're like me, you always feel a little bit out of place anyway. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm in this suit and tie. I'm in this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to this job. I'm wearing these khakis and shit. I can't really, you know, be myself already. You feel a little out of place that way. And I think that would, that would be most people's general experience, regardless of race. But then there's this, this extra, like, black muscle or something that you have that's always on edge because it's like, yo, ain't none of us in here. Yes, you know? <laughs> yes. It, and I, I think my biggest issue is that for a lot of uh, blacks, uh, most people our age were the first generation or the second generation ever go to college. And a lot of people don't have aunts and uncles and moms that went to corporate America so they can kind of tell them this is what you expect or this is what you should get or you're not introduced to it until you get to college. And you look at that professor like, yeah, right. Why you in your sneakers and blue jeans? Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. But um, it is, man. I, I'm glad I had my mom. My mom was like the first. She was the first one to go to college in her family, and so she um she eventually taught at a school. And so from here, so from listening to her, I learned some things. But it but it still wasn't the same. Till I I had I was working on a government job, a temporary government job, and I had a boss who pretty much had never had to go through any kind of diversity training because he lived in the county where his folks owned the plantation, so he had a lot of field workers for him. Wow. And he was hired on with the government job. So you can imagine if he has a lot of field workers who probably are of Mexican descent, you can probably, and he grew up as a good old boy himself, a good old farm boy himself, you can imagine how he viewed me as a young African American male, like he he was extremely even before he became my manager when we were just working in the office because I worked for them in two stints. First, I worked for them and I was under another manager, and he was always on my case because because I my I was sitting close to his section, and he was always trying to tell me what I needed to do. 
And then the thing is, because I scored so high on my test and stuff, when I quit, they had to hire me back <laughs> Damn. to a better job. And so he really did not want me in there. So it just so happened that he popped up on me one day at one of my tests. And um, after after he saw me out in the field doing what I need to do, I could hear him in the back because it was already people telling me, hey, he don't even want you here. And then after that, I came in, he saw me do my job. And after that, uh, I came into the office and he was like, well, I really did not expect him to do, to handle it and to do such a good job. I, I really was impressed. And I was like, so this whole time, you just been expecting me to screw up because I'm a young African-American man. And it really made me not even care about the job. Now, needless to say, now, I already was playing for some churches, so I was getting paid anyway. <laughs> but the entire time I was there, it was like he was trying to get me to quit. The entire time I was there, because, I, I mean, I was in school part-time, and I was working for two churches. Plus, I was doing that thing. And they expected you to work almost 40 hours a week and driving around and stuff. And... Shoot, the whole time I was there, he was like, well, you're not making your hours, and we can't just keep paying you, and we're not really testing in the area where you live, so you have to drive, so you're really almost working just as long as you drive, wow. but you got school, and you got church, and, and we got to figure out what you're going to do. He said, this, this, this is what he tried to tell me. He said, I know you're in school. He said, now, I'm not telling you to get out of school, because I wouldn't take my job for nothing. I wouldn't take my college degree. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. So basically, just trying to get him to quit. I just like your. First of all, that you're right. That is fucked up. Second of all. I like your racist white man voice. That is an excellent. Yes, yes. As a really good racist white man voice. Uh, one of the better ones I've heard in a while. Yes. Um, but yeah, man. Well, he loves black folks' chicken. <laughs> he loves some good chicken. Let me guess. The chicken. Um, but the thing is, man, for a lot of this stuff, um, I don't even think it's like this active racism. Like, that's like that's the problem with talking about racism. But he's being ingrained in him from a boy, though. See? Right, yeah. right. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's the problem that we're having in society now with even talking he was about, about race. He 60 years old, too, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, he, he know. But, um, like, the, the, <laughs> the problem with talking about race is, like, you can't even broach the topic because mm-hmm. merely mentioning that something might be racist, someone might be racist, something that prejudicially, uh, something might be affecting their prejudice and their their stereotypes of you, like, yeah. like just mentioning that motherfuckers just turn completely off, and they don't actually yeah. like he didn't. I don't think he woke up in the morning and was like, "Yo, fuck Brett, that dude is a nigger," and I'm gonna make sure that he does not have a good day today. I just think he can't he can't help himself. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's sad, but true. Like he just thinks you are inferior to some extent, or that your emotions and, and, and motivations aren't the same as his and don't matter as much. And you know, and and, and part of that is just people, okay. part of that's people being assholes. But, but the other part of that may have extended from racial stuff. You know? Did you hear? Did you read Bo's uh, blog? Yes. Like it was like Monday. Yes. Or earlier this week. Did you hear how he was describing the fans and how people overlook? How really, he was talking about how they don't have a lot of black blog writers, but he said the really thing is, um, you don't, they don't really cater to African Americans anyway. Yeah. And, it, and, and their projection of fans, and I'm, and he was talking about how they, um, 
And you're talking about how they try to say like people like he gave the answers for people in Atlanta and how they only care about the SEC. But my thing is, I know more fans for Morehouse and Sam and more HBCUs than I know fans for UGA that live in Atlanta. Yeah, it depends on what circles you run in. Yeah, it depends on it depends on what circles you run in because yeah. what 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 I'm seeing from a lot and it, you know Bo's blog really covered this, but um, it's about the circle you're in and that takes yeah. your view and it's the same because thing I said. Read your blog first. It's your friend. Yeah, and it, well, and it's the same thing I said about uh, corporate uh, corporate America or whatever when it comes to affirmative action. If you don't. Or if you aren't challenged to seek other opinions, you're not going to do it. So you're going to keep surrounding yourself in that same tank of thought where it's just, okay, this guy agrees with me 100%. This guy agrees with me 100%. This guy agrees with me 97%, and that's why he's working here. But they're not going to go get the dude that never fucking agrees with them because that dude is not on their in their purview. They're not going to go find that guy and give him a job and, 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 and touch fans like me and you. So it's just it's not going to happen. like a head coach when they say the head coach is going out to his type of players. <laughs> yeah. You buy into his type of system. It's the same exact, it's the same exact concept. We want guys that's going to agree with me. We kind of want yes men. Guys that's going to agree with me, see my vision, and see what I'm going through. And it's hard for me to imagine someone seeing my vision who I've never really talked to or who I've never really met. Then somebody who's right to so my my buddy who's been with me from starting what I know what I'm going who kind of goes through some of the same experiences I've gone through and we we'll, we'll see it more clearly like you would see more clearly some of my vision because you know me and we had similar experiences as right. African American men than some than some Caucasian man who lived in Nebraska all his life right and they don't they don't necessarily have to care. Because if you're already in that position of management and hiring power, who gives a fuck uh, if you know if I don't understand where this guy's coming from? At the end of the day, my name's on the check. But anyway, man, thank you for the call, B. Thank you. And we'll get all back right. with you, you, man. Take care. Oh, I'm sorry. I ain't saying hello to you, Miss Karen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that's all right, baby. How you doing, Miss Karen? I'm good. good. You all right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, man. Good... All my morning zones, fam. I love y'all. We love you, too. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Alright, um, oh, we got another call. Hey, you're on with the Black Out Tips, what up? Good morning, Riddler. Good morning, Joker. Oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on, Toya? Good, oh, good, good. I'm, you know, doing Sunday chores, I mean, Saturday chores. Okay, it's, praise Tebow. Um, yes. Praise so, Tebow, yes, praise Tebow, I'm sorry. I forgot to first give an honor to praise Tebow. i like to send out this morning dedication to your, your highness of praise Tebow. Amen, say hallelujah, praise Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so um, are you down with the idea of getting chill on with you? Like I said, how do I get my inner fed ratchetness out? I want my hair to be blonde and all the ratchetness inside of me to come completely out so I can just go. Just I feel it. It's just bubbling up in me. I'm, I'm <laughs> getting rid of myself, ready for the next stage of fed ratchetness. I want to fulfill my fed uh, ratchetness. Uh. Alright, we got you. All you gotta, uh, yes. you just, we're gonna make this work. Don't worry yes. about it. We're gonna handle the behind the scenes and we're gonna get y'all together and we're gonna do this podcast thing, man. I think the people wanna hear this. Too. I do too. Yeah, I, I'm gonna control myself. While you may get a few sentences as in edgewise, Karen's gonna dominate the show because it's gonna be about Karen. You just uh, 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 make uh, stuff don't work, doesn't oh, okay. work properly, and just let Karen handle the show. It's gonna be all okay, about cool. Karen. Alright, sounds good to so, me. 
Ten star, ten star Karen, as we always must yeah. say, ten yes. star Karen. Yes, and two and a half mics rock. Yeah, two and a half mics. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I still gotta get the source to get my other half of mic because the southern playlist of Cadillac music was a classic, right? Anyway, yeah. um, but <laughs> all right, we go. I got a couple more questions to take, and then we gonna uh, get off the air. But thank, thank you, you Toya. Calling, Toya. And uh, Joker, I'm gonna get in these streets properly. I got you next weekend, four straight days, homie, four straight days. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna? Are uh, you, yeah. you ain't gonna? You ain't gonna say uh, nothing to chill? Oh, you know, of course, uh, it's always chill. Fuck Mario Chalmers in the spirit of the baseball season, because you know Lamorna Jones is not here. Fuck Peyton Manning this week. I don't even give a damn he is, and it's gonna always be fuck Peyton Manning and fuck Mario Chalmers. <laughs> Yeah. 
I'm a OG and the G is for gentlemen. Yes, fine, take a spit. Amazon flame, watch Nike rekindle it. Cause iPad versus with the wisdom of my innocence lost. Two brothers, two peas in a pod. Two comeback seasons apart. Take it back to when I be in the park and rhyme till I couldn't see in the dark. So silly niggas better be on your guard. Longest breath is in my being, I'ma be on my job with good music. Got that good feel, a good meal. Leafy greens, two veggies, protein, and a starch. And I'm out. Right where I thought I'd be It's another part of me And the world's so sad to see That I'm not here anymore Wind blowing through the trees Blue Bull City, sky 70 degrees Taying bodies of architect And when he rhyme about it, he body the whole alphabet So bury me a G My mama say she done enough worrying for me So I'm done currying Favor with you niggas, groundhog is spitting that same shit Y'all feel murrying My DC niggas say you bamas lack experience Carolina on my mind like Steve Spurrier I'm the courier, carrying the word That with these verbs, that nigga Fonte's a little murderous See a little nervousness and a frown Cause you know deep down you ain't nice Just a little courteous You just running game, nigga, we the fucking tournament You a temporary visa to a fucking permanent Resident, citizen, it's evident The denizens took over the Big house on some Nat Turner shit Shoulders back, ass high to the fucking firmament Can't be like us And fear no man Niggas bleed like us Get a fucking tourniquet, nigga Right where I thought I'd be oh, oh, It's another yeah. part of me And the way so sad to see That I'm not I'm poetic why they pathetic I play their life like a movie And in the end give them no credit I was told to run it so I ripped the baton And spit magic like it's pouring out the tip of a wand Don't trip, you ain't equipped to fix your lip and respond I'm playing